Welcome to another edition of the Peak Financial Freedom Hour, where we put the focus on retirement and how to get the most out of our financial lives. Today's show will focus on reducing risk, cutting fees, maximizing income, and making sure you can make it through retirement with confidence in your plan. Your hosts are Jim Files and Dan Ahmet of Peak Financial Freedom Group. They are your go-to resource in Northern California for financial education and guidance. They're the authors of several successful books about financial planning, most recently, Mama's Secret Recipe for Retirement Success, co-written with Jack Canfield of Chicken Soup for the Soul fame, which sold more than half a billion copies worldwide. Jim and Dan work exclusively with retirees and those of you nearing retirement. And today, they're going to help you sort through the complexities of the financial world and blaze a clear path ahead. Here's Jim Files and Dan Ahmed. This is the Peak Financial Freedom Hour. Welcome to the Peak Financial Freedom Hour. Dan and Jim here. And thanks for listening to us. And we know a lot of people listen to us show after show, year after year. And we really appreciate everything that we can teach you because it makes us feel good that we're sharing our knowledge. And hopefully you're taking some of these tidbits and enacting it into your own finances. Um, those of you that call in, we help you enact this into your finances. So we're always here. All you have to do is dial pound 250 in your cell phone, say the keyword money. We'll be glad to help. Um, we're going to talk about several subjects today, Jim. Um, we're going to kind of do a little um, hodgepodge, but I think really good data. One of them is going to be, is your advisor doing this? But we always like to start the day off just talking about you know things that have happened in our life. Um, we can talk about good and bad things. Um, mm-hmm. This one's kind of a good thing because my daughter down in um, Los Angeles, she's at USC Law School studying, and she got sucked into going to um, one of those um, adoption doggy days and went and adopted one. Mm-hmm. And it's right in the middle. She adopted it. Great. I mean, the best little dog ever. I think it's part Boston Terrier, part Chihuahua, part Terrier, just like so cute. A year old, great dog. And she had it, but then um, she had to be gone a lot because she's studying for uh, midterms right now. So we're basically fostering the dog right now for probably the next month or two. And the dog came home first. It hated me. It was like, it thought I was like the devil. It wouldn't even come to me. It would like growl at me. And then like three days after it came to the house, it thinks now like I'm its mother. It, it loves me so much. It literally will run and jump in the air onto my chest and I catch him. And, and, and then he snuggles right in my neck. He's the cutest little thing. And um, just so fun. It'd be hard to give him up because he's now like yeah. our dog again. <laughs> well, you may not give him up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. His, his name is Peanut, but I call him Peanug. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> he's a little nugget. So it's a fun little dog. And uh, we're dog lovers here. And some clients, we tell our clients, if you want, when you come in to see us, you can bring your dog with you. And um, the staff loves to see the dogs. And sometimes you can see a dog running around the office. Sometimes they're sitting in an office. But it's pretty neat to have the dogs come in. Well, let's look at some of the subjects we're going to talk about today. Let's get back to business, Jim. I can't believe you're talking about a dog so much. <laughs> How about this? Is your advisor doing this? And we're going to talk about this because we see a lot of people who are getting advice from their financial advisor. And it's not necessarily bad advice, but we think it's completely bad timing because what we find out almost across the board is the advisor continues to give the client the same advice as if the client was still 20, 30, or 40 years old versus when they're 60, 65, or 70. And 
they really can't do that or shouldn't be taking that type of advice because there's two ways, two sections of planning your money for retirement. One is before you're retired, one's after you're retired. Before retired, stage one, when you're working, you can take risk. You're saving money. You don't need the assets for income. Stage two, asset preservation, income distribution, you got to be a lot more conservative. So based on that, people just get a lot of bad advice. And it's not that the advisor's bad. It's that that advisor focuses on people accumulating assets for income. We don't. When you're in the accumulation mode, you're willing to take big risks. You're willing to take losses. You have time on the side. So that's the number one thing we're going to ask right now. Is your advisor doing this? Is your advisor reviewing the current risk you're having in your portfolio? And why is that so important? Well, it's so important because if you're getting close to retirement or in retirement, and if you lose a large portion of your money, you may not ever recover that. Yes, you can look at over time, your advisor is going to convince you to stay the course, stay in it, never get out, and you will recover. We do believe the markets will eventually come back. We do believe that. We own our own registered investment advisory firm. We have clients in the stock market as well. But how long will it take to recover? And if you're drawing income off those assets now in retirement and you weren't when you were not in retirement, that time it takes to get back to even, if you can even come back, get back to even, is very difficult because you're taking income out at the time the market's dropping, Dan. Well, that, that just makes it so painful. And the big key is... Is your advisor doing this? Are they reviewing it? But more importantly, are they not only reviewing it, but are they putting how much risk you are actually taking in writing? Do you know for certain right now, if the stock market crashes like it did in 08, which you have to look at the stock market crashing about 40% every five years on average since 1929. So if the stock market crashes, do you have in writing exactly how much you'd lose? And I'd have to say every single person listening to this probably doesn't have that in writing. And you have to have that in writing. Otherwise, you don't know what you don't know. And that uncertainty is what causes you to feel anxiety. It makes you feel like you might not be able to sleep at night, etc. So you have to make sure whoever is helping you is giving you the amount of risk you're taking in writing. Doesn't matter what the firm is. Doesn't matter how long you've had a relationship. Doesn't matter how much of a friend you think this advisor is. A friend would put your risk in writing for you. Well, Dan, let's talk about that for a minute, because if you look at the conventional way that money is managed, whether it's a large brokerage company, whether the consumer doing it themselves, whether or not they're working with an advisor, in every case, almost every case, the advisor or advisor group is telling the client to stay in it, don't get out. If you miss certain days of the year, uh, those are the big gains. We don't believe in that analogy. We don't believe in that philosophy in retirement. We're never going to tell a client to stay in it. We will move to cash if we have to move to cash because we don't want to suffer those big losses. And yes, we do use strategies here to make that happen. And we're also using financial instruments that don't have any risk at all. So it's not that we don't believe uh, in the markets. We do, but we believe that markets are going to do bad things at times. And you got to follow the money. As a consumer, listen to this really closely. If you're on Wall Street, if you look at money, let's just say you have an advisor and they're going to tell you to stay in the market no matter what happens. Well, what if you pull out the market and you go to cash? Well, first of all, you may never go back in the market, so the advisor loses his money. If you had mutual funds or exchange-traded funds or retirement plan with at work in a 401k plan, you have different instruments in there whereby there's trading costs that are happening. Those mutual fund companies don't work for free. They're buying and selling things all the time, and they're getting paid for that, and so is a trader in Wall Street. So if you actually followed the money, and if you were to, everybody was to pull out the market, there would be no Wall Street. So what are they going to tell you, to pull out the market? Of course not. They can't. Um, and again, that goes back to what we talked about at the beginning, and that is 
a lot of advisors work in what's called stage one of retirement planning, which is asset accumulation. And that means they can work with pretty much everybody because whether you're 15 years old, 20, 30, 40, whether you're 60 or 70, they just keep trying to help you accumulate assets for retirement. And that's great until you are five years away from retirement or in retirement because you are no longer in the accumulation mode. At that point, you better be in the preservation mode because if you suffer a big loss, five years close to retirement or in retirement, you have a high probability your plan's not going to work. So you want to make sure at retirement, you focus on working with an advisor, number one, that specializes in retirees and people getting ready to retire. And number two, will put your risk in writing so you feel comfortable. The second thing that we ask about is your advisor doing this is just kind of what you just talked about real quickly, Jim, and that was evaluating the fees and cost of your investment. So right now, if you have an advisor and you ask them, what do you pay in fees? Almost across the board, they say about 1%. And mm-hmm. you're like, okay, I'm paying about 1%. You might be paying about 1%, but you might be paying a lot more because we see clients coming in. We do an analysis. They thought they're paying 1% with their current advisor. They're paying 2 2.5%, two even 3%. What if they have a $3 million portfolio and they're paying 3% in fees versus 1% in fees, 2% yep. more? Yeah, well, what, what, what you're talking about there, Dan, is not just the advisor fee, but if you have mutual funds or mutual fund fees that you don't see, they don't show up on your statement. Those mutual fund companies are buying and selling things if they're actively managed because they're trying to eke out a rate of return for you. So that's what you're paying Vanguard and Fidelity and all these different firms to do. Well, those those costs are incurred inside the portfolio. There's a guy in Wall Street called a trader that makes those transactions hap- happen. There's a bid and an ask price. There's a delta between, between that whereby you're paying for those fees, but you don't see it. So whereby, as Dan mentioned, you thought you were paying 1%. That's true. Maybe for your advisor, but all these other fees are called invisible fees and Unless you understand both the visible and invisible fees, you cannot make intelligent decisions on how you should have your portfolio structured, Dan. During times like these, it's completely normal to be worried about your investments and retirement. A leading cause for financial stress is not having a clear, written, understandable plan or financial roadmap. Clay and Buck here to tell you about a local resource, Peak Financial Freedom Group, for decades. Jim and Dan have taken a hands-on approach to help their clients understand their money, identify risks, and navigate retirement. Their recent book, Mama's Secret Recipe for Retirement Success, co-written with Jack Canfield, hit the Amazon bestsellers list. Peak Financial focuses on proactive planning done by fiduciaries. If you have $500,000 or more saved up for retirement, they're offering a free, no-obligation consultation. To take advantage of this free offer, simply dial pound 250, and when prompted, say the keyword money. Dial pound 250 and say the keyword money. You're listening to the Peak Financial Freedom Hour. To learn more about Jim Files and Dan Ahmed, visit peakfin.com. That's peakfin.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Today, we're asking you think about is your advisor doing this and one of them is first we ask is your advisor reviewing the current risk you're taking in your portfolio but more importantly are they putting the amount of risk you're taking in writing the second is has your advisor current advisor evaluated the fees that you're paying in your current portfolio and have they put those fees in writing and we're talking about how the typical advisor out there is going to tell you you're paying about one percent fees in you might be paying they might not be lying at all they might be paying you might be paying them one percent in advisor fees but there could be a lot of hidden fees if you have mutual funds exchange traded funds index funds because you could have mutual fund costs fund expenses you could have trading costs you could have cash track all kinds of different things um, you could have reporting costs all kinds of things that could increase increase the cost. And we see people coming in thinking they're paying 1%, they're paying 2 or 3%. If a client has a $3 million portfolio and finds out 
10 years later that they're paying 3% in total cost, not 1%. So they paid 2% more. They paid $60,000 more in fees every year. It's going to definitely hurt their chances of a successful financial future. So you want to make sure that that's being done. So ask yourself, is your advisor putting all your fees in writing? The third thing is, is your current advisor discussing and planning your retirement income your monthly budget and excess monthly cash flow, which we think are extremely important. The number one is you got to create the budget to know how much money you're going to need on a monthly basis. You then have to create an income plan that will show net of taxes that you can meet your budget. But more importantly, that income plan better exceed your budget. So if your budget is 8000 you better have 10000 or $12,000 or $14,000 in net income, Jim, on a monthly basis. You know, I think it's – and I, I'll say this nicely, uh, but I, I want to make a point. I think it's crazy – for people to have their money invested and not have the answer to these questions, Dan. It's crazy why they just accept it. I don't know if people just sometimes get, you know, they go on with life and maybe just get lazy about it or they they like their advisor or their brokerage company so well they, they look at it, them as their friends. But unless you have all this stuff in writing, how can somebody go through retirement without worrying well, every day. It's okay if you like your advisor that much. Now find out, do they like you enough and ask them to do this for you? And if they don't, you know they don't like you. Well, if you don't have it now, they don't do it, Dan, because if they did it, they would have done it for the client before they invested their money. We will not invest anybody's money, period. We will not invest anybody's money unless we put together a risk plan, a fee plan, an income plan, a tax plan, a legacy plan. All this gets put in writing before you invest your money so we know why we're doing what we're supposed to do and you understand why we're doing what we're doing to make sure we have the greatest chance of success in retirement. Well, think about it. The reason right now you worry whether you have an advisor or not, it's because you really don't know exactly how much money on a monthly basis you need to spend. The second is you don't know how you're going to generate the income to meet your budget and it's not in writing. And the third is you don't know if you're going to have excess money that you now can plan extra trips for or you don't have to worry because if your budget's $8,000 a month and you only bring in $8,000 a month, you're going to continue to worry about your money. Even though you're meeting your budget, you know that in some months you're probably going to spend more or a lot more if some type of emergency happens. You got to make sure of that. Yep. I think another key point right now we're talking about this whole radio um, show today is called, Is Your Advisor Doing This? Well, there's two types of advisors. There's one that you hire and they're a professional and they help you manage your money. The second advisor is guess who? Yourself. You could be doing it yourself. And if you're doing it yourself, you are the advisor. Yep. So if you're doing it yourself and you're single, fine. If you do it yourself and you're married, you got to be able to answer these questions for your spouse. Are you reviewing the current risk you have in your portfolio for yourself and for your spouse and is it in writing? Are you reviewing the fees you're paying and do you know for sure the total cost you're paying and did you put that in writing for yourself and your spouse? And do you have a complete plan that shows how much money on a monthly basis you're going to need to spend, where you're going to drive all that income from, and then after taxes, how much excess monthly cash flow you're having? If you don't, then either your advisor is your advisor or you as your advisor isn't doing this. You know, talk about you being the advisor, meaning you're a, a do-it-yourselfer, right? You're managing your own money. A lot of people that we've met with in the past, they say, well, we were afraid or didn't want to come to meet with you to get a second opinion because we thought the fees were going to be very, very expensive. Now, nobody works for free around the, in, in the world, right? And, and we work off fees as well. But once they understood their current portfolio that had mutual funds and exchange-traded funds had actually 
more expenses than what it was going to cost uh, them with us with professional advice after we allocated the assets into a retirement plan strategy, uh, they couldn't believe it because they were actually paying less fees because even though they didn't have an advisor fee and they would have an advisor fee with us, we were able to structure the portfolio to make sure that the fees were even less, Dan, which was really cool. Well, and the fees could be less. They could be the same. Yeah. They could be more. It could all be. depends on what plan we set up. I'll give me quick examples. I had two, two different types of clients. One came in and they weren't paying bad fees at all. They were paying about 1.65% in total fees. That means direct and indirect, ones they saw, ones they didn't see. And they had an advisor, so they were doing pretty good. But they had 45% risk. So we were able to create a plan for them that reduced their fees down to about 1.12%, so a little bit lower than what they were paying before. But more importantly, we reduced their risk down to about 6%, and we increased their income by $50,000 a year. That was an awesome plan. But I also had a client come in who was really, really, really good at picking literally the lowest cost funds ever. They were mm-hmm. so proud of it. Their total fees were 0.37%. I don't think I've ever seen it lower yeah. than that. Total fees, no advisor. The problem is their risk was 57%, meaning if we go through another 08 financial crisis, they're going to lose 57%. Yeah. And they weren't generating income from their assets. We did a plan. Their fees ended up being 0.87%. So we... Their fees increased by about half a percent with us, but their risk went down to about 7%, and we created about $100,000 of income that was going to be guaranteed for them for as long as they live. So were the increased fees worth what they got? Heck yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I think I think that the moral of the story is that it's very important to understand your fees, both what, what your fees are now and what, would, what those fees would be with an advisory firm. But just as important, and probably a lot more important, is this understand your risk because the fees mean nothing if you lose half your money, right? Would you pay an extra half a percent in, in this example, Dan, to lower your, your risk by maybe 75 or 80 percent? And the answer is yes, you would. Any prudent, intelligent person would. So As long as it's in writing. As long as it's in writing and you understand it and you actually comprehend how your assets were positioned and how they would be positioned to meet your goals in a new plan design. So all this has to do with getting back to you have to understand your money. You've got to understand the fees and the risk and how that your money should be divided up and how the assets behave in bad and good climates and what strategies you might be able to use to reduce your risk. You've got to understand all that stuff, not just throw your money on the wall, you know, a bunch of mud on the wall and hope some things stick in a good market and you don't lose too much in a bad market. Well, if you get lucky, it'll work. But the problem is, why would you ever want to place your financial security, your entire retirement, based on hope and luck? And you just don't want to do that. You have to have a plan. Um, And and part of the planning goes to, in addition to your income, your budget, your excess cash flow, you have to state and clarify and put in writing the goal for each of your invested dollars. So has your advisor, current advisor, or whether it's you, have you put in writing why each of your assets is invested in those different, what we call buckets or different accounts? Is it in writing why? Well, it's not, I will assure you. Uh, we look, do this every day. We have people come in uh, from using very large firms, doing it themselves, very sophisticated, and they don't have those answers, Dan. They just don't have those answers because that's not their specialty. During times like these, it's completely normal to be worried about your investments and retirement. A leading cause for financial stress is not having a clear, written, understandable plan or financial roadmap. Clay and Buck here to tell you about a local resource, Peak Financial Freedom Group. For decades, 
Jim and Dan have taken a hands-on approach to help their clients understand their money, identify risks, and navigate retirement. Their recent book, Mama's Secret Recipe for Retirement Success, co-written with Jack Canfield, hit the Amazon bestsellers list. Peak Financial focuses on proactive planning done by fiduciaries. If you have $500,000 or more saved up for retirement, they're offering a free, no-obligation consultation. To take advantage of this free offer, simply dial pound 250, and when prompted, say the keyword money. Dial pound 250 and say the keyword money. It's time to get back to the show. Once again, here's Jim Files and Dan Ahmed on the Peak Financial Freedom Hour. Welcome back. Today we are talking about a subject where we're asking you a question. Is your advisor doing this? And we want you to think of it two ways. You could have an advisor, a professional um, firm that helps you make your money decisions. So we want you to ask yourself, is your advisor providing what we're going to talk about? But if you're doing it yourself, you have to ask, are you doing this for yourself? And if you're married, are you doing this for your spouse? Because in that case, you would be the advisor. So we talked about um, number one, is your current advisor or are you reviewing the current risk in your portfolio and are you putting that in writing? Number two, are you evaluating the fees and the cost of your investments and are you putting that in writing? Number three, are you truly discussing and planning your retirement income, your monthly budget and excess monthly cash flow and are you putting that in writing? And we just touched on before the last break, number four, and that is clarifying the target and the goals for each of your invested dollars, meaning you're going to specify exactly why you're investing each of your assets in those specific assets and what you're going to use them for. And to me, that's key because every client comes in when we're doing a second opinion about their money, they're invested, but they don't really have down why they're invested in those different assets or buckets other than they say for growth or, you know, I want to get stock market returns or I'm trying to protect it. They really don't know why because no one's ever put it for them in writing yet. Well, the, the, the problem is, is a lot of people getting close to retirement, they've had the majority of their assets in a retirement plan like a 401k or a 457. Um, and these plans are there and they're not being managed. You have selected uh, what you want your money invested in, but there's no advisor giving you advice. And you've been doing that for 35, 40, 45 years. And you don't know there's alternatives. You've been indoctrinated into believing that your 401k plan is your plan. It's not. It's just a structure of how your money is positioned for tax reasons. But your plan is what we're describing to you. And you've never had that before. I, I promise you haven't had it before. So what we talk about on this radio show may seem foreign to you because this is not generally offered to the public. The big firms out there, the big brokerage companies, aren't going to do a full written plan for you. That's not their expertise, right? Their expertise is just to invest your money. And our job here is to do a full written plan, as we're describing on our shows here, so that before we invest your money, we know what we're doing with it and how your money is supposed to behave so that you don't have a big shock in retirement and lose 30 40 or 50% and a big downfall when the market goes down, Dan. Well, a simple way is when you think, look at clarifying the target and goal for each of your assets. Let's make it simple. And that's what all we do. We try to make things very complicated, things very simple for you. We use three buckets. So if we have three buckets... These buckets aren't going to be like when someone tells you, oh, let's diversify your portfolio in these 25 different mutual funds and you have stock 
mutual funds, you have bond mutual funds, and they say now you're protected against large losses. And then last year, both stocks and bonds went down and you lost 24% in this supposedly protected portfolio. That's not what the three buckets do. The three buckets act independently of each other. The first bucket is a liquid bucket. And your liquid bucket will be money you leave liquid in the bank, CDs, money markets, T-bills, etc. that there's no risk. There's typically no fees. It's accessible and you don't have to worry about them. You know you're not going to earn much on it, but you don't have to worry about those assets and they're available. That asset we know now acts a specific way. The second bucket can be your income bucket. So this is where you protect your principal against losses and you also get income that's guaranteed for as long as you live. So any money you put in that bucket, you know You'll never lose one penny due to stock market losses. You know your income is going to be guaranteed for as long as you live. And you know there is some potential upside, not like the stock market, but there is some moderate competitive growth opportunities. And the third bucket is going to be your growth bucket. This is where we do take risk. We know the principal can go down because there is the chance of loss here. You want to mitigate those losses. You want to make them as small as possible, but you also want to make sure you have some growth opportunities. So if you can now direct some of your money into the liquid bucket, some of your money into the protection of the principal and the guaranteed income bucket, and some of the money into the growth bucket, you literally can make your money act any way you can't. And I know you don't feel like you're in control of your money. I know Wall Street and your advisor doesn't make you feel like you're in control of your money, but you can literally control your money and make it act any way you want, Jim. And that's the beauty of planning, right? It's like building a home, right? And I've used this analogy before on the radio show, but I want to use it again here for the viewers that haven't heard this before. If you want to build a home, uh, you could go out and try to uh, scramble up a bunch of subcontractors and you know do the excavation, put in the foundation, do the framing, et cetera, et cetera. And you'll have lots of problems along the way. Your house will not turn out the way you want it to turn out, and you'll have all kinds of stress. Or alternatively, you can go to an architectural firm that specializes in your market. They can architect a plan. You can bring in an engineering firm to engineer uh, the steel and the foundation. And then you can hire a general contractor, and the general contractor can bring the subs, and your house will probably turn out pretty darn nice. The difference is one is architected and one is not. We are architects. We architect plans to make sure we have the best opportunity for success in retirement, Dan. Well, that basically goes down to then clarifying what are the goals when you have plans for your house built. You get to see a picture. It's not necessarily you know, the nice ones are when you get the um, plans done and they do that one color rendering and you get to see what it looks like. Yep. But no matter what, you get to see what your plan looks like because someone has taken the time to say this is what the final outcome will be. And I think that's that's the problem with the financial industry right now. That's the problem with Wall Street. They don't want to tell you what the final outcome is going to be. They don't want to put anything in writing that will show here's what we're saying. Here's what we're committed to. Here's what we're responsible for. Here's what we're accountable for. That's all we do here. Every single thing that we do with your money, we put in writing so that you know what the goals are. You know why the money's invested. You know what the outcome is. You know how you're going to use it to create income or to use it in the future for emergencies or long-term care or how you're going to pass it on to beneficiaries. And that is key because if you clarify the target and the goal for each asset and invest it that way, now you have the highest probability that those goals will ultimately be met. During times like these, it's completely normal to be worried about your investments and retirement. A leading cause for financial stress is not having a clear, written, understandable plan or financial roadmap. Clay and Buck here to tell you about a local resource, Peak Financial Freedom Group. For decades, 
Jim and Dan have taken a hands-on approach to help their clients understand their money, identify risks, and navigate retirement. Their recent book, Mama's Secret Recipe for Retirement Success, co-written with Jack Canfield, hit the Amazon bestsellers list. Peak Financial focuses on proactive planning done by fiduciaries. If you have $500,000 or more saved up for retirement, they're offering a free, no-obligation consultation. To take advantage of this free offer, simply dial pound 250, and when prompted, say the keyword money. Dial pound 250 and say the keyword money. This is the Peak Financial Freedom Hour with Jim Files and Dan Ahmed of Peak Financial Freedom Group. Welcome back. Today we are talking about a simple question. Is your advisor doing this? And it comes down to if you have an advisor or if you're doing it yourself, is your advisor or are you doing this service? Is your advisor or are you putting this in writing? So let's look at then overall the planning, and that is reviewing family goals and the legacy plans. Most people, when they come and meet with us, They've saved a significant amount of money, a million, two million, three million, four million, five million dollars of um, liquid types of assets, stocks, bonds, mutual funds, IRAs, brokerage accounts, and they have real estate. And their goal is, okay, I've saved this amount of money. I've been, I've accumulated this. I'm going to use these assets for income for as long as I live. I'm going to live a great retirement. I want to have fun. I'm going to be secure. I don't want to worry about my money. But when I go, I want to leave my family and or my charities some money, the legacy plan. And ultimately, most people have that goal. They want to use their assets and whatever's left will be passed on. But the problem is when people come in and they say that, they have no idea what that really means for themselves and their family later because nothing's in writing. No one's done a plan. They won't forward look. They won't say, okay, if we use your assets for a certain amount of income and then if we earn some ultra conservative rates of return, what can possibly be left? And they don't put it all together because if you could tell most people right now at retirement, Let's say you have, between real estate and your assets, you have $5 million of assets. You can use this to create income, and we can create a $200,000 a year annual total income coming in from all your income sources, and you have your $5 million, and if you just earn a 4% average rate of return on your assets, you just earn 1% in the bank, you just earn 1.5% appreciation in real estate, you can use all this income from your assets, and 25 years down the road, you can still leave that same $5 million to your kids wouldn't people jump up for joy and go, oh my gosh, that's all I've wanted, but no one will show me how to do that and no one will put it in writing for me? Well, that, the key point, no one has shown me how to do that and nobody has put that in writing for me. Unless you know how to do it and it's in writing, you won't spend your money. You'll be afraid to spend your money. You'll be afraid of making financial mistakes. You'll be afraid of running out of money. You'll be afraid you won't be able to leave money to your beneficiary. But this is the cool part. If you have that in writing, if the firm has taken the time and effort and spent hours and hours developing a plan for you to actually walk you through the math and show you how this all comes together and, and make sure your risk is contained and make sure your fees are contained and make sure you understand your income sources and what's guaranteed and what's not guaranteed. Understand your after-tax income. Understand how much you can spend in retirement. Understand then, based on conservative rates of return, as Dan mentioned, how much you can leave to your beneficiaries when you pass away. If you understood all this, you had this big map in front of you in writing, signed by the firm, signed by the advisors, signed by you, would you feel more comfortable? And the answer is, heck yeah, you feel more comfortable. Well, and you just wouldn't worry about your money so much. And that's the key of learning what you need to do. If you're doing it yourself, we're teaching you how to put your own plan together. You just have to be able to do this. If you can't, then you got to search out someone, whether it's our firm or someone else that can help you do these things. But we're teaching you what you need to do to stop worrying about your money. Because all the things we talked about today. 
They all cause people to worry about their money if these items haven't been reviewed and if they don't have this data in writing. If you don't have your current risk reviewed and have no idea how much risk you're taking and don't have that in writing, you're going to worry about your money. If you don't have any idea really what you're paying in fees, you just think you're paying a certain amount, but you could be paying a lot more and it's not in writing, you're going to worry about your money. If you haven't put a retirement income plan together that shows every year where your income sources are going to come from, you haven't put your monthly budget together, and you haven't created a plan that shows specifically you will have excess monthly cash flow, you're going to worry about your money. And if you haven't clarified why you're investing each asset in a certain asset and what you're going to use it for, what are the goals and the targets, you're going to worry about your money. And if you haven't reviewed, Jim, your whole plan on what's going to happen long term when you're gone, you're going to worry about your money. You know, Dan, you know the, you know, the cool thing about this, uh, and for the folks paying attention right now, I'm going to show you how to solve the problem, okay? All you have to do is dial pound 250 on your cell phone, say the keyword money, and you can talk to us. We'll schedule a meeting with you. There's no pressure. There's no obligation. We'll show you how these plans come together. We'll show you a plan so you can see one, what it looks like. Uh, there's no intimidation here. It's a way that we can help you put a plan together. And I believe me, once you see how this process works, you'll be very, very much on board. You'll be intrigued. You'll want all this information. Well, you know, you talked about something earlier that I think is probably one of the most important subjects, and that is people aren't doing all these things. They're not getting these things from their advisor and they're accepting this like that's the norm, like that's how it's supposed to be, Mm -hmm. that they're not supposed to know how much risk they're taking. They're not supposed to know the fees that they're paying. They're not supposed to know how their income is going to flow to them and they're going to have more money than they need to spend during retirement, that they don't know why their assets are invested a certain way. And it's like they're not supposed to know how much money they can potentially leave to the beneficiaries. I'm like, are you kidding? You're supposed to know all these things. And yet the financial industry, Wall Street, your current advisor treats you as if you're not supposed to know these things. You don't have the right that you're not worthy enough to know the answers to these questions. Well, the issue is, Dan, if you don't have alternative strategies and if this is not what you specialize in, and if you were to tell the client all these things, the risks, the fees, all this, it would scare the heck out of the client. They'd never do business with that common advisor, right, that Wall Street firm. You have to specialize in what we do so that you do have alternatives that you can actually see, yeah, this is where you're at. This is what's going to happen. More than likely, these are the fees you're going to pay. This is what your future is going to look like. Or alternatively, we'll paint you a different picture. You get to choose between the two because if you just try to take a conventional portfolio you have now and do what we are telling you to do, you can't do it. You, You got the same problem. During times like these, it's completely normal to be worried about your investments and retirement. A leading cause for financial stress is not having a clear, written, understandable plan or financial roadmap. Clay and Buck here to tell you about a local resource, Peak Financial Freedom Group. For decades, Jim and Dan have taken a hands-on approach to help their clients understand their money, identify risks, and navigate retirement. Their recent book, Mama's Secret Recipe for Retirement Success, co-written with Jack Canfield, hit the Amazon bestsellers list. Peak Financial focuses on proactive planning done by fiduciaries. If you have $500,000 or more saved up for retirement, they're offering a free, no-obligation consultation. To take advantage of this free offer, simply dial pound 250, and when prompted, say the keyword money. Dial pound 250 and say the keyword money. 
Investment advisory services are offered through Fiduciary Solutions, LLC, a California-registered investment advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results, and securities may lose value. Insurance products and services are offered through PFFG Insurance Agency, LLC. California Insurance License Number 0N14013. Dan Ahmed, California Insurance License Number 0732913. And Jim Files, California Insurance License Number 0F06511.